Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, welcome back to the Become Fire podcast. That's Become Fire, Father. Yes. Are you feeling fiery today? I'm feeling flamey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. That's real I'm good. I'm definitely feeling the heat. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Of, yes. of, of Phoenix in the summertime. Very hot here. Yeah, I might, I might <laughs> just... Uh, combust at some point yes spontaneously i uh i was with the kids at saint peter's today Mm -hmm. and they were outside for for recess yeah but they're not really kind of like doing recess yeah they're kind of doing like half play half science project (laughs) (laughs) because right yeah the teacher doesn't want any kids passing out so no you can't have it yeah here we are here we are but father yes once again just you and i just the two of us just the two of us. We could make it if we try. Uh, we got to try real hard. <laughs> I wonder, you know, I didn't I didn't introduce us. Please do. Should I do that? I you always should. Okay. Yeah. Because I sometimes I wonder do they know our voices by now? That's a good question. They don't know our faces, that's for sure. But our viewers don't know our faces? Our our viewers, our parishioners, they all think we're Father Anthony. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Well, this is Brother Elijah, and Father Peter Teresa is with us. Tis I. Hello, hello. And in spirit, Father Anthony is here as well. His <clears throat> spirit is with us for sure. Yes. <laughs> but Father, we're going to do a, a little bit of a kind of a pop culture-y type of a thing Let's today. Let's do it. Because, you know, every now and then we, we kind of, you know... You bring the pop, I'll bring the culture. I'll do the best I can. That <laughs> <laughs> just made myself laugh. That's good. So we, we like to kind of dip our toes just in the... Just the toes. Just the toes. Nothing more. No, I mean, anything yeah. more than that would just be dangerous. For sure. So we dipped our toes recently. Into the world. Into it's the a world. scary place. Into the there. Jurassic world. Into the Jurassic world, yes. Jurassic world dominion. It was, yes, I mean, are we just going to get right into it? I think we should. So it is, well, I guess we should say, we should say what what, what we actually mean by we dipped our toes into the <laughs> Jurassic world. We should just leave it as, as, as something as obscure as that. So we did a little brotherhood uh, time uh, last week, right? Perhaps. It was the time flies. Recently. Recently. <clears throat> Father John of the Cross, Brother Elijah and myself. Uh, went to go see the new Jurassic World movie, which I believe is called Jurassic World Dominion. Mm-hmm. We went to like an afternoon showing. It was like four o'clock. So we thought we'd hit like the matinee. You know what I mean? Franciscans. You got to go to the matinee. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we dipped our toes into the world out there. They got bit off. <laughs> <laughs> By a dinosaur? By a lot of things. By a lot of things. <clears throat> yeah. So. We'll just set the stage. I love the franchise of Jurassic Park. Yeah. And I guess they've rebooted it now as like Jurassic World mm-hmm. uh, with with the new actors. But grew up with Jurassic Park in 1993 with uh, Sam O'Neill and Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum and just awesome, 
awesome movies. Yeah. Um, the first one's amazing, stands the test of time. Classic. Uh, <clears throat> the second one's still pretty good. You still have some, you know, some cool Velociraptor scenes. Third one was fine. It scratches an itch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs it, chasing people around an, uh, a tropical island. I'm always in. Um, it feels like a Jurassic Park movie. Yes, that's what you want. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then they did the reboot with, uh, I don't know the actress's name, but I know it's like Chris Pratt. And, yeah, uh, I, I don't know her name. I'm not um, sure. I'm just because I only dip my toes in the world now. Yes, <clears throat> but uh, so the first one was Jurassic World, scratched the itch, entertained dinosaurs chasing people on a tropical island. Great, all I really want. <laughs> then the last one came out. I think I like probably like rented it or something like that. Didn't see it in theaters, and uh, I don't think I saw the. I don't think I saw Jurassic World in theaters either. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Anyways, all that is to say, love the franchise, love the movies, love dinosaurs chasing humans on tropical islands. So we were just kind of feeling like, let's beat the heat. Let's beat some of this Phoenix heat. Let's get into a theater, you know, and we'll cool off and we'll recreate. We'll have some good brotherhood. And we were hoping for a good, pleasant uh, experience together. And I'll let you take it from there, brother. (laughs) First of all... (laughs) um, so the tickets were just super expensive. Yes. It was about $12, I think, for each per of person, us. Per person, yeah. For like a, for like a, I guess, uh, <laughs> is four o'clock still matinee? Maybe we missed matinee prices. So I, like, I always thought that. I mean, I thought like matinee was to like maybe like five, five or yeah. something, you know. For sure. Uh, I, maybe we're just on the orarium. Yeah. That's when dinner yeah, starts that's, for us, that's But true. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> maybe we didn't hit the matinee price, but like the matinee price was probably at least like nine or $10, which yeah. was like. More than a, uh, a regular movie was when I was, you know, in high school and Super things like that. So. I also am a little afraid that in this podcast I'm going to sound super old. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, which was only 15 years ago. Um, or I guess Frank years. footage calls a nickel. Yeah, for sure. So, but it is, uh, but anyways, it was. It's very expensive. Uh, it was more expensive than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. And then Father John of the Cross was nice enough also to to get us something at the concession. Yes. Which was also super, super expensive. expensive. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. crazy. So for three people to go see a movie, it turned into like like something you'd like like you have to like budget for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not something uh, like um and and thanks be to God, we have some very generous people who were very good to Father John of the Cross as ordination and we were able to um have some fraternity because of, of people's generosity that way. Thanks be to God. Yeah. Shout out to the people who support our lives yes. um, and made this interesting evening possible for the three of us. Um, <laughs> we learned a lot. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. But then we, we did actually make it into the movie. <clears throat> we did make it into the movie. And I have to say, um, the, probably the best part of the entire experience was sitting in those comfy seats. <laughs> So an air-conditioned room in the comfy seats <laughs> in the middle of a June, a Phoenix in June is it was really is, comfy. Yeah, it was, it was very relaxing, very yeah. good. But so the movie, you know, they they start with um, they start with they actually do like trivia and stuff. You, you've been to the movies before, but they start with like this trivia. Stuff if you get there before the previews, yeah, you sort of get like the movie theaters commercials. Yeah, yeah. And so they were doing that, but then they ended it, yeah. and like at the end of it. Yeah. They were like they were like advertising for like they were sponsoring like this LGBTQ. Right. I don't even really even know what it was. It was 
I think it was to like celebrate that in cinema, hmm. either actors or characters in movies that yeah. uh, are, are LGBTQ. Um, and so I also think it's because it's the month of June, hmm. which <laughs> the secular world has dubbed as uh, Pride Month. Yeah. Which, um, which this could be a whole other podcast. Oh, uh, for sure. But, but there is something, um, at the very least, I mean, I, I want to be, I want to be very, very sensitive to, to, uh, to, to all of this, but, um, but, but the church has our own calendar. Yeah. We have our own way of keeping time and, 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 and our months have their own devotions, um, and this is the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what this month is for. This is a month in which we we contemplate that, we celebrate that, um, and we enter into the mystery of of the love of God um, in in a in a human heart and in, in the Sacred Heart. And so, for the secular world to to just kind of co opt that in any way, shape, or form, if it would have been something benign as like Donut Month. It would still be annoying, you know what I mean. As much as I love donuts, um, that sounds amazing. Yeah, but so, um, but there, I do find it to be um, the. I, I do find it to be maybe just rather. Um, I, and I'm not saying that like people have this in, in intentionality. People even know what they're doing, but like maybe perhaps just like a, a demonic mockery of of what the Catholic Church is celebrating this month, mm-hmm. and then what what the world decides that it's going to celebrate the, this month, which is, um, which is very difficult. It's very sad. It's very heartbreaking. It is very, very yeah. sad. Yes. Um, and, you know, really the whole thing behind <clears throat> this whole podcast, um, it's not just us <laughs> ranting about a terrible time at the theater. We will actually talk about the movie, I promise. <laughs> but I think it was just, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about what we, what we were seeing, but just, I just felt like I was just so immersed just in, in everything with the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so it like starts with, you know, that, that trivia thing that they were doing beforehand and kind of advertising for that. But then even the previews which, that they had before the movie. Yeah, which <clears throat> I'll be honest with you, like I, I love the previews. I do too. Like I love getting it's one of my early. favorite parts it's of the movie. Parts. One yeah. of my favorite parts of the movie is seeing the previews. And probably because like the Jurassic franchise is super popular. There was legitimately like 35 minutes of previews. It was crazy. <laughs> it was a lot of previews, um, which was just kind of shocking in and of itself and already kind of like just begins to grate you a little bit. Like, hey, like we're like 35 minutes into this and yeah. like, the movie hasn't started yet. But, uh, and, uh, but no, the previews, um, it, like I love previews. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, it's one of my favorite parts. And, and I, Kid you not, there was not a single preview in 35 minutes of a movie that I was even just like slightly interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, let alone being like, oh, there might be some questionable content in that movie, but like that still looks interesting and fascinating, like a neat story that I would be interested in like spending money on and seeing. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't one interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um there weren't any like sort of like really engaging characters. And so it was just, uh, just kind of shocking yeah, <laughs> to see that in 35 minutes, there's not one story that I would be interested in paying to, to see or, or I would find entertaining. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to. No. And I, and I think, um, that each, each of the previews, there might be one or two I could think of that weren't like explicitly either just super strange, like, like, um, like 
trippy trippy drug paraphernalia type weird like what are you actually trying to do with this movie or it wasn't just kind of pushing some kind of agenda yeah or something super dark yeah or there's something like super super dark like the like horror genre which um it was very strange very very strange um then the movie begins the movie begins (laughs) and i'm i'm okay with it yes i'm i'm okay with just being you know Spending way more than I thought we were going to, and then sitting through 35 minutes of horrible previews because I'm here just for dinosaurs on a tropical island chasing humans. That's right. And, uh, but it took a while for that to happen, didn't it, Father? It did take a while for that to happen. <laughs> oh. So if my family's listening to this, I don't know if they are or not, but like after the movie, I like, I like talked to my family and I was like, do yourself a favor and do not go see this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it just was a. Uh, it just so I uh, like I don't know I, I I don't know I don't know I, there's a million places I go this but I'm gonna just let you kind of start because I don't want to. So I think uh, kind of like you, what I was expecting was again just it's it's the type of movie that you go to when it's just like there's gonna be a some kind of plot or story it's not gonna yeah. be the greatest plot in the world right. but it's gonna be entertaining yeah it's gonna be entertaining there's gonna be a story to follow. Usually the, the you know the acting isn't like Grammy worthy or something sure. like that, but like it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you enjoy it. You're entertained, right? Right. It's what we were looking for, right? Yes. Just just to relax and, and just have a some little bit fraternity, of fraternity, some entertainment. But I think um, my initial like as soon as the movie started, mm-hmm. I just kind of in, immediately felt like this feels different. Yeah, this is not a Jurassic. This just feels Park like movie. a just different movie. Yeah. And then they started to, um, you know, introduce some of the the characters that mm-hmm. were in some of the original Jurassic Park right. movies. And my my initial thing again uh, was, wow, these actors are trying really, really yeah. hard yeah. to be that person. Yeah. So it just felt like kind of like strained. It was like it was like those characters were like an old pair of clothes that they were trying back on to see if it still fit. Yeah. And it was like, ah, this character's like a little tight around the waist right now. I'm not entirely like... It's like awkward. Yes, it was a little bit awkward. Yeah. Um, So that was... uh, That was disappointing. You know what I mean? And and, and, And let's give, you know, those characters the benefit of the doubt. Let's give those actors the benefit of the doubt. Because I do not think that it was a very well written written or constructed film Mm -hmm. Um, and so i don't think the characters really had a lot to maybe even sink their teeth into to sort of like find themselves in that character again yeah um so but it was it did not feel like the characters that i grew up with in, in in jurassic park what was what 30 like 30 almost 30 years 93 I'm pretty sure 93 was when okay. the original came out. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're, we're about – we're just shy of 30 years. I guess it's like 29 years. That's um, a long time to enter back into a character. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, so all the credit in the world to them for even <laughs> attempting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's not to say that – not to say that it was like it was terrible. It was just – you know, you, you kind of went for some of that nostalgia and it just felt a little flat. You know? it, it just felt a little flat. It um, did. And so – yeah, I would say so. And then just the the plot was a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really make sense. 
a lot of times it felt rather sporadic and it just kind of jumped from thing to thing. And it was kind of hard to find like a, a strong narrative thread throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of felt like random things were happening throughout the, the, the quote unquote adventure. Um, so it was really hard to get like emotionally invested in what the characters were going through mm-hmm. and to follow them on their journey and to be pulling for them and, and, and the outcome because it just didn't feel like they really built like attention or a villain or a bad guy or like a good guy or what's at stake. Um, you know, you're just kind of like watching these people do random things with dinosaurs that are now like free in the world and are roaming with like horse herds of horses in Montana and, you know, flying around and there's velociraptors in Milan, Italy. And it was just kind of random. It was very random. Very random. Um, I think it felt like, even as you're talking and I'm thinking about it again, it, it felt like I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but maybe I just need to say it, but it felt like a reflection of the culture mm-hmm. in so far as like, there is, there is no villain. Mm-hmm. There is no hero. Oh, there is no, like, there's just kind of like a bunch of things happening yeah. and it's all just kind of thrown into a pot yeah. together yeah. and everything is just kind of like meh, mm-hmm. you know, it was, there wasn't, there wasn't any, any strong, like, pull for the viewer to like really get engaged in the storyline and to be able to say clearly like oh this person is because even the villain i found to be kind of like extremely flat and extremely anticlimactic yeah um extremely uh, he he wasn't extremely anything you know he was just very (laughs) plain and vanilla and boring and beige and yeah, it was just very uncreative. Yeah. Um, and you don't really feel his his badness, his evil. You don't really feel that tension. Um, you're just kind of like annoyed by him. Yeah. And uh, you kind of want to just like go away. You're not really like <laughs> rooting for like his demise or something like that. And um, yeah. it's interesting you say that um, because uh stories are so important mm-hmm. um so important and we understand ourselves in the context of a story that we have our stories of the old testament and and you know of, of adam and eve and in the garden and then we have the story of the the tower of babel and we have the story of noah and the story of abraham and the story of David. And, and we enter into these stories and, and we learn about God. We learn about ourselves as a people. We learn about the, the, the human person and the human heart and morality. And, and all of this is communicated to us through stories. And then even Christ himself comes and teaches through stories. Uh, as much as like, we love the gift that is the catechism of the Catholic church or the gift of like St. Thomas's summa or, 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 but, but like those things are important and have their place for, for learning and for categorizing. But, but it's not how God himself has chosen to reveal himself. Um, 
And, and so stories give us meaning. Stories give us purpose. Stories give us an identity. Um, and this is what families do. Uh, every time a family gets together, they sit around table and they just tell their stories. And perhaps you've heard these stories a hundred times. Um, and now everyone in the family kind of knows the story and people can kind of tell each other's stories. Um, but they're the things that bind us. They're the things that connect us. They're the things that, that tell us, okay, this is, this is our family. This is who we are as a family. This is, this is what we do as a family. And, um, and so they're, they're so, so important. And so I do think that like, it is indicative of, of like, a cultural, I don't know if sickness is the right word, maybe just a cultural, uh, just, um, just unhealth where we're not very good at telling stories. Mm. Um, and, and so I, I just, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's just kind of like shown through in the movie or yeah. like at the very least, just give me, dinosaurs chasing humans on a tropical island and like it happens a little bit but yeah. it takes a long time for that to happen and then once it does happen like um you're not really sure how it, it fits with everything else and so um and it's not to say that like a story like jurassic park has to be imbued with all of this meaning um but there has to be something to enter into yes Yes. And there really wasn't. Right. And that's what I, like, even, I wonder, and I, I, I don't even know if they thought through this, you know right. what I mean? But No, for sure. I wonder who they were writing that for. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what the younger generation, when they go to see a movie like that. Yeah. What are they, what are they taking away from it? Or what do they think about it? Mm -hmm. You know, because... I know for me, there's different reasons why I'll watch a movie. Right. Sometimes I do just want to kind of sit there and be able to like be entertained by something. Yeah. But there's times where I really want to be able to connect yep. with like a story or yeah. a character or a plot or whatever. And those are the movies that are like, those are my the movies that I really like. Yeah. Like I can go back and watch those Of again. course, yes. There's something there. But I wonder if like you're saying, like that value is just kind of being lost. Uh, and that's really, you know... After after seeing the movie, um, you know, we'll talk about uh, – there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about in the movie, but it was just a reflection for me on the culture. Mm -hmm. Like it really was. Like the mm -hmm. whole experience was just like what is happening right mm -hmm. now? You know, like it used to be, you know, everything from the prices that people have to pay to mm -hmm. go do something like that mm -hmm. to the, the previews that we saw and mm -hmm. what was kind of coming forth through that to even like, you know, the movie itself, but even some of the messages in the mm -hmm. movie. Um, now, there wasn't, again, a whole lot of plot line or storyline, but there were a couple of instances in the movie that I don't know, again, what they were trying to do or if there was anything what, what, there. So it's like, just spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess we should have said this at the beginning, but like, so... But hopefully you don't go see the movie. <laughs> it's not worth your time, not <laughs> worth your money. not that good. Uh, so what were some of the instances you're thinking of, like, what are they trying to do right now? So there's definitely, you know, one of the characters is a little girl who yeah. is, you know, from the, the previous movie, supposedly a clone. Yes, that's right. So she's supposedly a clone, and they're trying to figure out, um, you know, 
where she's trying to figure out where she came from and this 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 company that you know put together the dinosaurs and whatever did the did all the science to get the dinosaurs going are trying to find her because mm-hmm. she has a certain gene yeah and so she's in hiding but she ends up finding out that she did have a mother yeah she wasn't just a clone but then when they kind of describe the mother figure they say that Somehow, this woman, uh, who was you know really brilliant, everyone yeah. kind of says you know she was the smartest, she was the best of us, everything, um, became pregnant on her own mm-hmm. without the help of man. <laughs> yeah, she she somehow like cloned herself, and then this is her daughter that she like carries. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's super weird. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and again, here's the thing. Yeah. If this was like maybe like 1980s, 1990s, it's like Alien, like one of the Alien movies or something, and that happens, and it kind of fits the genre, like it's just a weird thing. Yeah. It just felt, it just felt like we're putting this character in here, and there was like something behind it. No, it's, it's, it totally... So I love the Jurassic Park franchise. Yeah. Um, and so like what makes the first movie so great? And I actually read the book by Michael Crichton, a Jurassic Park. Um, and what makes that story so good is that it's um, it's this awesome story that's a cautionary t- tale about like, like how the powers of technology can really just like be used for destruction. Um, and so like in the naivete of their like scientific advances where they're able to now clone dinosaurs, they go ahead and do it. But like, it's a terrible thing. Um, like they're humans and dinosaurs that really aren't supposed to coexist. Um, they're not supposed to share an ecosystem and, and that just because like we had the technological power to do it in Jurassic Park doesn't mean that they should have. Um, and it all goes terribly awry. And every movie has that lesson. It always goes bad. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, whatever the third one is called. Um, like, it's it's this story of, like, we possess this awesome power and technology, but, like, we actually don't have the moral fortitude or the moral character to wield it. Mm-hmm. Um and then in this movie, they like they kind of step away from that, where like they were in in a some way like celebrating it. And something saying like somehow this mother was like really loving and caring and good because she cloned herself, and then like was carrying her uh, her herself as a clone in her womb as like her daughter. Yeah, um, which is which is so strange. Yeah. Um, and the strange things to celebrate, a strange thing to celebrate that you would clone yourself and then give birth to yourself. Um, and so like, I guess if there's like a message there that like you can create your, like, I I don't, I don't even know. Like it's so, um, but like the messages like, yeah, like uh, maybe are like are the technological powers that they possess in this like fake universe, which I have no idea how close we are to like replicating, but like, but people are probably trying, you know what I mean? People are very fascinated by, by cloning and and DNA technology and things like that. And so, um, so it, it, it didn't really, 
it didn't really like it, it stepped away from like that really powerful narrative. Um, and then it's instead ended with this narrative that like, well, like humans and dinosaurs and animals just need to like learn to live together. Yeah. Um, like that is. And they use the words. Coexist. Coexist. Which was, um, you know, if there's a. Anyways, I don't want to go on that soapbox. <laughs> too many soapboxes for one podcast. Um, but. But it totally misses the point of like what the franchise has been talking about and, and the power of their stories the whole time. Yeah. We're not saying, well, like, well, no, there's nothing wrong. Like, this is not bad. Or like, no, we just have like we just have to like get along with dinosaurs and coexist. And it's like, um, you're missing the point. You're totally missing the point. There was a there was definitely a deprecation of the dignity of the human person. Yeah, for sure. Um, there was a an, there was an equality between all things in the created order yeah. and a human person. Yeah. And that is not yeah. the way that, that the church teaches about the human person. That it that, yeah. that we are meant uh we, we are, you know, you know, Saint Augustine says that, you know, God created all things um for man, but man he created for himself. Mm-hmm. That like there is a special dignity and that we are entrusted with the created order to steward it. It's it's something that we receive as a gift, but it, like to say that yeah. like an animal yeah. and a human being are equal in dignity. Yeah, no, they're, they're definitely there's there's definitely a lot of that, and which is it, which and I I didn't think about this until you just said it, but like even the title of the movie is named Dominion. Yeah, um, and that is what the Lord gives to man over His creation. Mm-hmm. Like that is the biblical word, like dominion. Yeah, um, and. He is to be a lord over it and, and to, to to share in the Lord's lordship and, and, and stewardship of creation. And so um, so we are to do that responsibly. So yeah, that does mean that like we are to coexist peacefully with the created world and the created with plants and, and the environment and with animals and with one another. Like absolutely. That 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 all of this is to exist together. Um in a subordinate way to man and that man is not to, to dominate nature. Um, and that is, and that's what the movies got right. And all the other ones was man's evil attempt to dominate nature. Um, and, and what is more, what is more dominating of nature than cloning yourself? Yeah. And then like giving birth to yourself as a clone. Mm -hmm. Um, like that is, that is a corruption of nature. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not coexisting with the created world. That is, that is a that is a fallen use of it. That is a corruption of it. And so, um, so I just think that like there's this there's this even like so so the original Jurassic Park was thirty years ago, nineteen ninety three. But like we were still telling stories of of like don't use technological powers to dominate nature for your own whims. Yeah. Um, like that will go really badly. And 30 years later, that very same franchise has like inverted the message to say that like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's why, maybe, maybe I needed this conversation, this podcast to get to like, why it just didn't ring like a Jurassic Park movie. Um, and it didn't feel like a Jurassic Park movie. wasn't entertaining like a Jurassic Park movie. Like the characters had been like, extracted from that moral universe of the very first one and now implanted in this new moral universe 30 years later in Dominion. And, it was, it was, and it's not the same. 
It's like uh, a parallel universe. Like, like the Jeff Goldblum <laughs> character is like the whole time in those first two movies being like, this is terrible, this is terrible, this is terrible. And his character like doesn't about face in this last one. And he's yeah. like, he's like cheering on the new like technological like system that's like doing this. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's just, they've, the, it's just a total inversion of like the moral power that gave such force to the story that was also super entertaining with dinosaurs chasing humans on tropical islands. Yes. <laughs> no, it was very interesting. Yeah, for sure. So the question is, you know, going forward, what are, what are movies even going to be? You know, like, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just the culture just yeah. pushing its, its agenda and ideologies. Yeah. So we have to be careful. We have yeah. to be careful what we're, what we're yeah. watching now. And what we're feeding to our children. Cause, mm-hmm. um, cause, because the point, like the point I was making earlier, is that like that stories tell us who who we are. Yeah. Stories shape our moral imagination. Stories shape our moral character really more than anything else. Um, and so that's why the stories that we're feeding to our children are so important. Yeah. Because it is shaping their character. It is shaping their their moral imagination. It's it's shaping who they are in some way. And if and if we who are the guardians and, the, and their stewards to, to help raise them and, and, and um, are saying that this story is okay, then that will – it could be very, very harmful. Yes. And uh, as you were saying, even, you know, for kids now, you know, like like Disney is, yeah. is going to begin to, to oh, no, push a sure. lot of this, uh, you know, LGBTQ yeah, agenda yeah. and everything. So yeah. we have to be able to, to kind of, you know, see when enough is enough no. and, and yeah. to just really protect the ones we love. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know, just pray for these these people, mm-hmm. and um, may the Lord have mercy on us. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, Father, I know we've we've gone a little over here, but this is just a quick question. It's because you got us on a soapbox. I know, Sorry. but sometimes you need a soapbox. Sometimes you need a soapbox. Yes, um, especially when it's real hot out. If you, especially when it's real hot out. So, if you were in the jungle, Father. Yeah. And there were dinosaurs around you. Please. What one dinosaur? Would you want to be your friend? Oh, the Velociraptor. Okay. So you have one Velociraptor with you. Yeah. If I got one Velociraptor, like, I got a chance. Okay, and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Also because I just think they're, like, they're super cool. So, like, to be boys with a Velociraptor would be, like... Be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a nice little feather in your cap. (laughs) What would you name him? I don't know. Uh, that's, uh, n- names are super important. I can't just. I would like. They would. I just really pray about the name. What about Sparky? No, much more dignified than that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what what dinosaur would you want to? So I would either. I mean, I don't know if this is a good choice. Yeah. But I would either want like a pterodactyl that I could thought ride about it because you just fly away. You could just fly away. I thought about that. Unless another pterodactyl comes and gets you, that would be really. Yeah. No, that's 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 not a good way to go. Um. Or. I mean, I want to say a T-Rex. Can't go wrong with T-Rex. But it would, so there's something really cool about like a long neck. Yes. Like being on, like up on the yes. head or something like that, yes. riding around on a long neck. Yeah. We are totally nine years old right now. We are. It feels <laughs> wonderful. We're taking back what the movie didn't give We've to just us. left all of our cynicism, <laughs> tender back into the joy of our youth and the love we have. It's what a, what a story should do. It's what a story should do. All right. Well... Now it's up to you, folks, to see it or not. Please don't. Please don't. Go watch the original again. You'll have a better time. That's right. Yeah. Father, would you mind uh, closing us in a prayer? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you, we give you great glory. Uh, Lord, we just ask that you would just uh, bless us and keep us safe uh, as we discern and pray through how we are to, to navigate the times that, that you have called us to live in, uh, the culture that you have called us to live in, um, and how to, to live in the midst of that, um, to be true to you. Lord, we ask that you just give us courage uh, and peace uh, to persevere in the one true faith. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith/give. That's becomefire.faith/give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.